It's my most dreaded time of year, tax time, or maybe one of the most dreaded. Uh, Every year I say that next year I'm going to be more organized. I'm not going to go through the stress of scrambling for papers and receipts. And every year I do the exact same thing. Uh, So I've got on the line with me, Melissa Leong. She's the author of the award-winning finance guide, Happy Go Money. Uh, Melissa is someone that I really enjoy uh, following online on Instagram. You're always sharing such great tips. And even though I see your tips, I I really don't implement them because it just stresses me out. So I'm glad that you're here uh, to give us some advice as we kind of launch into this tax season crunch. Absolutely. I'm here for you, Pay. It's not it's not the most fun time, even for me. Um, I think people think, oh, you're a personal finance expert. You should love taxes. No, I don't know. There are a handful of people <laughs> oh I know God. who like taxes, but <laughs> I'm here to try to make it as um yeah, you know, as, as pain free as possible. Okay, that's good because uh well I was hearing yesterday that uh you know now you can file your you can file your taxes online now. It's like it's open. I thought who who's doing this in February? I like to wait until just the day before. Um, so let's talk about things we need to know as we head into tax season, because there's still time. I mean, I'm just still getting some of the like the receipts and the things in the mail right now. So we're not behind and we could kind of get ahead of the game. What should we be keeping in mind? First of all, you're not behind. People are still receiving um, some, you know, forms and, and um, information from the government. And so I feel like March is a good time because the end of February, you're going to be still getting a lot of information. So you're not late. You don't have to freak out. You still have time. The next big date to pay attention to, though, which you do have to put a rush on, is March 1st. That's your deadline for RRFP contributions to count for 2021. Then the next deadline is April 30th, 2022. That's when you need to file your, your federal income tax and your benefit return. Um to get everything in, if you're mailing it, if you, it should be postmarked by May 2nd because April 30th is a Saturday. And then if you're self-employed, mm-hmm. uh, like yourself and me, then we have until June 15th to file. But pay if you owe, you still need to you still need to pay by May 2nd. So I learned that the hard do that. Way. You know, you could get you could be you know if a tax refund is coming to you, you need to file. You know, last year Canadians received the average tax return was uh, average tax uh, refund. I mean, was um, more than almost like $1,900 mm-hmm. per income tax uh, return. And that's, you know, that's a chunk of money you you need to file if you want to see if you can get that amount of money. Um, I know that we always hear about the like the RSP deadline uh, because it kind of carries over into the, the new year. So we've got a little bit of time, not not much until March 1st. Is that something that you really encourage people to try to um, maximize? I actually encourage people to make use of all of the uh, tax-efficient savings methods that are at your disposal. And sometimes we rush because we think, oh, my goodness, <laughs> we got to get get it done by March 1st. We didn't do it. Um, but if you don't get it done by March 1st, then I would just make a mental note to start automating some savings starting now for the following year. You know, there, there is, you don't lose your contribution room in terms of RRSPs. You also have your TFSA, which is another great way to save for long-term goals. So uh, don't freak out if you can't make March 1st. It's just an opportunity for you to plan, start planning. Now, the earlier you get money in uh, growing for your retirement, 
the better. Now, is there a deadline, maybe it's passed at the calendar year for the TFSA contributions? You have a certain amount of money that you can put in every single year for your TFSA in terms of top up. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can put it in any time of year. So there's a specific deadline. Uh, But if you take money out, for example, in in a certain calendar year, you can put that amount of money back the next year. But in terms of withdrawals, no. You can take it all out if you really wanted to. But I would suggest you leave it there. <laughs> invested. <laughs> like, don't, don't take don't, it, don't take it out. Spend on something that you saw at a store, you know. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Um, how else should we prepare to make sure we're ready for, for tax season? Like, how can we make this as, as painless as possible for ourselves? Oh, my goodness. Well, if you're like me and you don't like... I don't, I know I should like spreadsheets, but I don't like spreadsheets. Oh my God. I mean, who, who likes to love spreadsheets? <laughs> oh, some people, there's a select number of people who love the budgeting. <laughs> uh, I'm not one of them. And if you're not one of them, it's just to try to get as organized as possible with time. So now is a good time to start getting organized because then you're not, you know, uh, rushing and flustered by the end of it, right? So you want to register from my account. That's the CRA's online portal. Um, where you update your information, you get your notice of assessment, then you can file online. You want to get your receipts organized because I will lose track of things if I don't stay on top of it. You might want to, maybe you lost a prescription, for example, um, um, a receipt for a prescription, and you need to go and get another one. This is when you start to do that. And this is when you might, it might be helpful to do a little bit of research because you never know what you might be eligible for, right? You might be eligible to claim for digital news subscriptions in 2021, for example. You might have eligible medical expenses to claim. Maybe you moved last year, and then you can um, take advantage of some of um, um, moving expenses, you know, hmm. claiming those. Um, just really quickly, what has changed in during the pandemic when it comes to tax time? Are there certain things that we could be looking out for in terms of saving money? Yeah, so by the end of the month, you'll get your T4A slip, mm-hmm. uh, and this will have some of your, uh, if you receive COVID-19-related benefits, like the Canada Recovery Benefit. These are taxable, so you're going to have to claim those on your return. So look out for those. Uh, if you also received some, income, um, some COVID-related income support benefits in 2020 and you owed money to the mm-hmm. CRA after filing your 2020 income uh, tax return, you may have actually qualified for some um, interest relief. But deadline to pay that outstanding debt uh, is April 30th. So that's something to, to pay attention to. And there's uh, other updates. Please check the CRA website for a full list. You know, there's some support for farmers. There's added support for teachers who needed to buy um, teaching supplies, for example. So just look that up. And I just, in this last minute, I want to mention uh, that there are certain things we should be mindful of during tax season. And a big one is the scams. Yes, yes. I they mean, call my parents all the time. They call me all the time, <laughs> once a day. You know, I get the emails and I'm very suspicious of emails, calls, or text messages, even mm-hmm. from friends, actually, mm-hmm. especially if someone's asking you to pay taxes or fees or threatens, um, you know, threatens you in any way. The CRA is not going to email you a link that takes you to uh, a form to fill out or a link to your refund. They'll never give you an exact number. They'll never, they'll never say, hey, um, this is your refund amount. Please claim it. They'll say, you have a refund coming. Go and log in and check it. Um, okay. CRA scams are just all over the place. In 2020, there was 100 Six million dollars lost to scams, but last year it was 272, 272 million dollars. So please be wow. be vigilant. People are looking to take advantage of people who are online more than yep. ever before. 
And uh, that's a lot of money and they can be really convincing and they can be really persistent. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that you've helped out a lot of people. I'm sure you have. You helped me. Thank you, Melissa. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Kay. That's Melissa Leong. She's the author of the award-winning finance guide, Happy Go Money. Uh, you've still got lots of time. You're ahead of the game, just like she said. I'm Pei Chan. I'm sitting in for Jeff today and you're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.